It is time for another Launching Life's Journeys podcast. I am your host, Will Miller. And this, of course, is our special campground series with Marvac. That's why my lovely co-host is always ready and camera ready with the hair did and the lipstick. I don't wear either, but uh, and I did shower, as I said, offline, but I didn't put gel in my hair. But neither here nor there, we are ready to rock with another awesome member of Marvac. So... Maris, as we always do, give everybody the wrap and let them know why they need to be know about MARVAC or join MARVAC. MARVAC stands for the Michigan Association of RVs and Campgrounds. We are the destination place for all information that you would need for camping in the state of Michigan. That is awesome. And what else is awesome? Our guest, Miss Wendy Bruce, which y'all aren't even going to believe the topic we're going to be talking about today. So here's two truths that we know that we discussed prior to recording our latest episode today. Wendy's a tremendous resource for thousands of campers throughout North America, specifically in this great state of Michigan. The reason why? Well, she's in an industry that is the busiest ever right now this time of year. So what are you guys thinking? CPA? Wrong. Wendy, welcome to the Launching Life's Journeys podcast with my co-host Maris Brennan. Why don't you tell everybody who you are and what you do? Well, I'm Wendy Bruce, and I am a co-owner with my husband of Clean Tank of Michigan, and we are number one in the number two business. Okay, so Maris, <laughs> do you want to take that lead and have everyone understand who Cling Tank is and what it is they do and why they are so busy right now? Now is the time of year. So for all RV owners, it's always a sad day in the fall when you're putting everything away and you're closing everything down. The first day of spring, when it gets warm and gorgeous out, you open up those doors, you open up those windows, and you're like, whoa, what is that? That is because you forgot to call Wendy and have her winterize your camper. So now is the time to call Wendy to fix that problem. Wendy, what does your company, Clean Tanks, do? We specialize in the cleaning and uh, sanitizing of your black and gray holding tanks. We take mm. care of that smell. <laughs> Don't worry, Willie. We attach lots of clear piping so you can see it all. <laughs> Wonderful. <laughs> so, yeah, we, we get rid of all that residual buildup that you have in your tanks from using it during the season. And all joking aside, you know, Obviously, you know, I work for Heartland RV, one of many manufacturers out there. It doesn't matter what brand you buy. There's a couple tr true facts. Number one, robots need grease. Humans need food. They produce waste. And it's probably the single biggest challenge, problem, opportunity that every camper faces when they make a big investment for an RV is, yeah, 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 yeah. We listen during the PDI process. We know what to do. And then they get it home and then they're overwhelmed and they're like, who uses the toilet for the first time? And then what do we do once it's been used? And I think that has been a lot of confusion. And that's why when I met 
you, Wendy, and your husband, Joe, I thought, oh, my lands, I hope to God that they become members of Marvac so they can be on our podcast and tell everybody, I guess, you know, how did you guys make the investment to, uh, you know, take on Clean Tank of Michigan? And, you know, what, I guess, have you learned since, you know, making the investment with Clean Tank? Well, the first- It's okay. We love dogs. Yes. Apparently there's a UPS truck driving by. Um, So what we did the first time is, sorry. You're good. I say you just run with it. All right. Um, We are avid campers, avid RVers. And one of the things that we love to do is attend rallies by manufacturers. So at one of these rallies, we saw a presentation and we signed up to have our tanks cleaned. Okay. So we saw the process, thought we were doing everything right. It was very wrong. Saw everything come out. So we tried again. The next year we attended, we had it cleaned again. We did better. And then the third time I said, show me how to do this. Yeah. This is something that we need to share with everybody. Mm. Um, and and that was it. So how how many years have you and your husband owned Clean Tank? Um, we started in October of 2021. Is when the owner of Clean Tank started to franchise. Okay. So we and, were his first franchise to sign up. Okay, awesome. And then how did you end up meeting Maris and getting involved with Marvac? I met you. Oh, that's right. I was there. <laughs> I met you. And you questioned me about poop. <laughs> and I think I threw some back at you. Yeah, <laughs> and I then did, went. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I think we were at the Novi show. And we were. all of a sudden I see Will pulling, pulling these poor people through the crowds going, Maris, you have to meet them. Right. Yeah. And that but, is how yeah. we met. But that's the beauty of Marvac. I mean, you know, as you said, Maris, when when you and I started this this podcast series, our intent was, hey, you know, you guys do advocacy and promotion of all your members. Majority of the members, obviously, are campground owners, manufacturers like us. And I don't and I don't want you to interview my competitors. So because uh, we have the podcast, I said, well, let's stay away from manufacturers, but let's talk about other vendors. And you know, and, and like I said, all joking aside. This is the number one need for all RVs, especially, you know, with the jokes that we made on the intro, you know, camping season starts now. I mean, typically they say officially unofficial, it's May, but it's definitely right now, especially if people are getting ready to head, you know, down south. So that's why I say you help thousands of families, even if they're just passing through the great state of Michigan or getting ready to start their, you know, launch their own life's journeys in other states as well. Um, it's important it, to recognize, I think, Wendy, that your business is mobile, right? It is. We travel to them. Mm-hmm. We do and not have a physical location. We do. I travel all over Michigan. Uh, I've had people call from Traverse City, actually Brimley last year, and said, "Can we're having this issue. Can you help us? Said, Give me a day or two to get up there. So Well, and you do more than just clean them, too, right? You service them? Yep, we sure do. Um, we try. We do work with some techs in the area, so we sort of have a relationship where we do toilet down and they do toilet up. Okay. Now, 
you know, and obviously you are our guest, so I don't advocate for anything, but I, I do want you to share kind of, you know, everything that people can contact Clean Tank for. So can you could just kind of outline or with Maris being right here, like all the campgrounds that she owns, we've been learning that a lot of the campgrounds, they put a lot of work into planning their camping season. So they'll schedule events, they put together you know, different uh, topics, or sometimes they'll have workshops. We as a manufacturer, like many others, as you know, as you mentioned, there's rallies happening coast to coast in North America. You've got manufacturer-led rallies as well. So can you just kind of outline, you know, being a proud Marvac member, just everything that you guys have the ability or willingness or interest to do when it comes to black tanks and gray tanks? Right. So we clean them. We take care of the, obviously the smells, the waste buildup. We handle emergency clogs. We handle freshwater sanitation, uh, the water heaters. Uh, we do the flushes and um, any of the buildup because we have hard water here. So we get a lot of buildup in there. Um, basically anything that has to do with holding tanks. And since you are our holding tank slash poop expert, um, what are, I guess, just with, with some of the listeners here, I mean, obviously a majority of our, our listeners are RV owners. What are maybe some of the mistakes that they're consistently making? Um, if there's anything that you would want to recommend or just kind of advise them like properly winterizing it, you know, whatever. Yeah. Uh, one of the big topics and always uh, a hot question when we do seminars that these get togethers uh, are what should we be using in our holding tanks? I think as RV owners, we've we've been taught that we need to put a chemical in there. We need to treat our holding tanks like septic tanks. We have to put these digestive enzymes in, but we don't have septic tanks. We have holding tanks and we don't want things to break down and get heavy and sit on the bottom because then we can't clear it. So I think that's the number one thing don't break it down, which goes against everything you've learned. It's very hard to break that habit, but um, let it just stay and let it float out. It's not going to be in there long enough to cause an issue. And what and what are some recommendations for <laughs> listeners? I mean, obviously, when there's a red alert problem or what they say, code brown in your industry, <laughs> you know, like, are, are there some precursors, though, where, you know, RV owners could be alert, like, hey, you know, something seems like it's not right. This is probably a good time to call Clean Tank. Are there some warning signs that you would recommend for folks? Uh, when they start seeing um, issues with their sensors. Okay. I know it's a hot topic, but your sensors can work all the time. They really do, uh, as long as you treat them right. Okay. Um, so... When they start uh, not reading correctly, you know you've dumped, but it's still showing a third full. Uh, you try and try to get that clear, but if not, call us out. The earlier it is, the easier it is to clean and the higher success rate we have. And I don't want to get too uh, descriptive, but in regard to those sensors when they leave the factory, because be quite honest, I mean, obviously I spend a lot of time listening to the consumers directly and they mm -hmm. have no problem letting me know, you know, how terrible the sensors are that we install, but just through the course of motion and waste, sometimes they can in fact get hung up. So to your point, they still will function once it's completely cleared out. Correct. And 
one of the things that it's, again, we try to explain to people is that us as RVers, putting these chemicals in our tanks are creating that perfect storm. We're breaking waste down into, I don't know how descriptive I should get here, but into like a thick oatmeal-y type consistency. And as we drive down the road, it slops around and hits those sensors and yeah. hangs up. So we're creating this problem. Yeah. And, mm-hmm. and I got to believe, too, that sometimes at the end of the season, as Maris outlined, many people rush their winterization process. And that's why they're finding some sediment or remaining odors from the winter months, you know, coming into the spring. Is that correct? Correct. And we also have lots of minerals in our water here. Uh, it creates another uh, product called struvite in the tanks. Okay. So when you mix the, the minerals along with our organic material we drop in there, uh, it creates these little rocks, sort of like kidney stones, uh, mm. what we describe struvite as. And it can build up on the sides of your tanks and um, create some problems with sensors, odors, and even blocking that outlet valve. So instead of being a three-inch pipe, now it's down to two or one and a half. Now, I know that as a manufacturer, we will tout some of our travel trailers, fifth wheels, toy haulers, for having that clean tank flush on the outside so you're not having to run hoses, you know, through the coach or through the floor plan. Now, I know that we intentionally designed it that way. Do they work as good as running a hose through the whole unit as long as they do the process correctly? Or do you still recommend... Or do you guys go directly to the commode as opposed to the the outside flush connection? We do not use the flush connection. We actually go out, we go up into the tanks from your outside dump valve. Oh, okay. Okay. Yep. So so um, you're like a surgeon getting in there during yes. a heart attack. Okay. The RV colonoscopy. Okay. But but it um, but it is fair for me to assume that as a manufacturer, those again, those work just fine. I don't want to make you mad at me. Uh, I'll just sort of be honest. They do work. And I explain it to customers as like they shoot in one pattern and they clean one nice area. So if you think about it as a riverbed, those hoses or those sprayers are going to clean one area in one spot and it's going to flow down and you're going to have a really clean line. Yep. We come in and clean everything else. Right, right. Gravity of water and PSI of the campgrounds can only reach so far. Right. And that's one other thing that I've learned, too, is outside of the minerals, and that's why so many people you see on social media touting all these different, you know, filtration techniques because you can't avoid it at at different campgrounds. And then also water pressure is a, a big challenge as well. So while those spray ports are great to fill your tanks and do those flushes, it doesn't spray it like a pressure hose to, you know, clean off the debris. Right, right. Understood. So they are great in in part of the process. So in in all joking aside, too, we we did make the statement. You are very busy right now. I mean, how many... How many RVs are you guys going through a week? Is it five, 10, 50? I mean, what does your world look like right now? Um, right now, we only have a few campgrounds that have their water turned on and are open. 
Okay. So we're at about 20 a week because of travel. Okay. Uh, when I stay at a campground, it's probably about three a day. Wow. Okay. To get them cleaned. So while everyone else is relaxing by the pool, you're doing other things. We are. We are. <laughs> that, that's nice. Now, I do want you to speak a little bit with Maris, too, in terms of, you know, Maris, if you would, just for the listeners, just kind of recap, how many shows do you guys put on a year? And just some of the opportunities that maybe our listening community would be able to engage with a Clean Tank or maybe learn about getting involved in a seminar. You know, how, how some of that could happen. Sure. Um, we do six RV and camping shows each year. Two of them are in the Novi Suburban Showplace, one in the spring and one in the fall. The next one is coming up the first week and in October. Um, at those shows, we have hundreds of RVs, but we also have members like Wendy and our campgrounds and other suppliers that are there to help um, campers outfit their RVs. Um, and we would be in Novi spring and fall. We also go to Battle Creek, Port Huron, Flint, and we just got back from Traverse City. Okay. So Wendy, would that be like a, you know, like when we met at Novi, if the opportunity, you know, I know that, um, Maris, you and Darren put together like, uh, speaking opportunities or Mm -hmm. getting on stage. Is that something that Clean Tank could do that, again, the listeners could maybe look to for a seminar? Oh, sure, yeah. Um, the, the larger shows that are at the Suburban Showplace have a full line of education. Um, we have okay. manufacturers speaking. We have suppliers speaking. We have um, social media gurus speaking. Yeah. Um, we'll put Will on for both of those then next fall. Just because <laughs> I'm loud and I and I can carry the audience, so... Yeah, don't don't mind me there. But you know, Wendy, when you got when you and Joe, you know, do do a seminar or you just you're trying to give some education to people, what what's kind of just the outline of what you're discussing or sharing with folks? Oh, we try to really make it educational. We okay. explain the size and what your holding tanks look like because a lot of okay. people don't know. Um, we explain how the port system works. Uh, my favorite part is I bring out samples. Like, I can't. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. All the samples. You got to see it to believe it. I, um, I guess. <laughs> Maris is rethinking coming to Novi. Completely yeah. <laughs> rethinking this. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. Um, we talk about the, um, a big one is the ice cube cleaning your tanks myth. Okay. And uh, a big one, what toilet paper can you use? That's always a hit. Yeah, doesn't it surprise you? And I've, I'm not discrediting, you know, mm-hmm. our dealer network or anybody's, mm-hmm. but, you know, again, as a manufacturer, our goal is to assemble a coach with a lot of the same supplied parts as everybody else. So mm-hmm. we do have, you know, u- unique nuances to our floor plan that might be a little bit different than somebody else's. But all in all, our goal is to, you know, assemble from all of our suppliers a completed unit that allows families to make memories and travel. But then, you know, our dealer's job, so I always say a manufacturer's job is to give customers a great ownership experience. So post-sale, our dealer's job is to make sure that they have a great buying experience. So they come in, they get all their questions answered, they get a proper PDI, they get a great price, you know, for everything and all the 
you know, uh, features that a given floor plan gives them. But it does surprise me as I've been working with Maris and meeting a lot of the other vendor members of Marvac, how many questions people get post sale. And I think a lot of it, and you can agree or disagree, I think a lot of it is two things. One, they're only getting trained once at the dealership and you you're excited and your emotions are high. And then, as I said, the reality sets in when you bring it home and be like, we got to make payments even in the winter when we're not using this. So then you get the reality of like owning an expensive RV. And then I just it does amaze me how big of a resource you have been. And that's why we wanted to have you on, because all joking aside about the byproduct of us consuming food, um, there are so many people that have these questions, you know, and it, and, it, yeah. and when you're uncomfortable, it does affect your ownership experience. It does. And, you know, you it, you happen to not do the flushes right or something and it creates a clog. I've had people call me in the middle of their vacation saying, you know, we it doesn't work and it, we're going to have to break our vacation short or, you know, what do we do? So I, you know, we show up and say, you go have your fun. We're going to take care of this for you. We'll see you in the evening um, to try to keep those memories. Yeah. And I think too, um, it just, it amazes me after I met you and Joe, how many people just appreciate how you come in to save them and, you know, make sure that they're, they're having a great experience and, and, and no code Brown. So I really do applaud you and Joe because you guys just, you're so professional. You you treat everyone like family. It amazes me how you guys can respond so quickly throughout the entire state of Michigan. Um, so I just, I really wanna applaud you guys for your hard work and in, in running this business and, and, and doing a lot to help a lot of people. Well, thank you. We we say that we never meet someone that isn't a friend. We've, yeah. we've made so many great friends all over this state um, and even some of the campground owners. I can't say enough about some of them who call us all the time. <laughs> yeah, sure. No, we love it. We love it. Well, and, and like I said, I'm glad that you're now friends with Maris because she's, I think, going to be starting to travel a little bit more and engaging with the members. So I think you're probably going to be in a Rolodex of the top five. Uh, should she hear like, hey, we're having some issues, Maris will be like, hey, I know who to call. Um for everybody listening, if they want more information and including contacting you guys, what's the best way to do so? Are you on social media? Is it a website? What's the best? Marvac? Uh, what's the yes. best way for them to get in touch with you? Um, I guess we have all the ways now. We have social media. We're on Facebook at Clean Tank of Michigan. Okay. We Our phone number is 810-207-5355. And you can find us on our website, cleantank.com backslash Michigan. And they do have a profile on Marvac, correct, Maris? They sure do. Okay, that's awesome. I'm going to go back and look and make sure that the picture is appropriate. Yeah, <laughs> good idea. As she just said, we got to see it to believe it. Nope, I will trust you, <laughs> handle it, and uh, we'll go from there. So before we end today, there is some very exciting news from the poop princess herself. Wendy, what do you have to share? Well, if anyone is in need of a cleaning and they see this podcast, um, mention Marvac and we will give you a $25 discount. What? 
Now that Just so is we can the get. waist of a different color. What a deal! Thank you. <laughs> Very nice, Wendy. Thank you so much. That, of course, is from the friendly team of Wendy and Joe Bruce at Clean Tank of Michigan. God bless you and all the commodes. Clean Tank, everyone, as you just heard from Wendy, service with a smile. They're number one at number two. They are eliminating all thunder buckets in the state of Michigan. Uh, Wendy, thank you so much for taking some time. I hope that you and Joe have a wonderful camping season yourself. I hope that you continue to help thousands of families throughout the state of Michigan. And I look forward to seeing you participate at some of the fun events, minus the photos and actual samples uh, with Maris and her team at Marvac. <laughs> thank you so much, guys. Yeah, thank you so much. It was super to see you.